No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world, and today I'm in here with 1017's very own Enchanting. Yeah, what's going on? It's a good name. Thank you. I like it. Thank you. I like a nice adjective for a name. Let me put my phone on mute. Oh, that'd be great. Okay. Damn, you got the big spliff on deck, huh? Feel me. What do you put in there besides just weed? That's it. Just Oh, so it's not a spliff, okay. Yeah, no. Nah. Would you be putting stuff in your weed? Yeah, you got to put tobacco in there, too. Like the little broken up pieces? What they call? Uh, Fronto? You know what I'm, Yeah, like it's in like the little jars. Yeah, they got that. We just use regular like cigarette tobacco. And just, that's oh. why I'm trying to stop. Now that's crazy. You think that's crazy? Yeah, you put that in a blunt or you put that no, in you a paper? Because the blunt is the tobacco. Uh, Okay. It's it's just like a way to smoke a, sp- <laughs> okay. a a joint, but to have the tobacco in there. Because for me personally, you just need something to sort of glide the smoke mm-hmm. down there. Like the, just the plain weed. I don't know. It's not for me. I yeah, I agree. That's why I smoke blunts. Really? It's a blunt, and they got a paper around it. Oh, you do that too. Yeah. Oh, see, that's crazy. Because I had some guy in here doing that the other day, and I was making fun of him for having like the strongest lungs and how I couldn't do that. For real. And now you're a little girl. That's like you do the that. same. Sh- that you're doing you just breaking it up yeah but there's something about like Same wrapping concept. a bunch of papers around the blunt that to me is like okay it's how, only one paper how much paper do i need to be taking in here paper slash tobacco I feel you. yeah you basically doing the same but <laughs> i feel like them blunts hit worse like i hit one of them and i was like oh okay what kind like a blunt with a hat or the front toe you ever hit the blunt and you can just tell there's c*** in it? No. <laughs> I never hit one of them. I've had that I'm happen. Scared. And it was like I was young enough that I didn't know what the I was, was tasting. Like, what the f-? But the way I was running around the room right after, I knew that something was up. Oh. So you got laced. Well, it wasn't all that like non-consensual. Like as soon as I realized I was I was I was down. You were like, oh. It was okay. a very different time in my life. I feel you. Yeah. I'm not judging you. <laughs> It is what it is. Man, I was like showing your videos to my girl last night when I was getting ready for my interview because I had like two dudes to get ready for Mm -hmm. and then you. And I know she's just like infinitely more interested in whatever the girls got going on than any kind of dude. And I was just like looking up at the image of you and uh, Callie Mm -hmm. in the video together. Yeah. And I I was just like, babe, how hot is this duo? That's what everybody be saying. Like, wow, that's a killer duo. Not to be weird or anything. And I took the risk, though. I told my girl, look with this hot duo, and she agreed with it. Because if she didn't think y'all were a hot duo, I might have been sleeping outside. No, yeah, on the couch. For sure. Or the couch. <laughs> yes, I love Callie, like, real bad. Really? How real do you bad. know her? Um, I don't know much about her, to be honest. Through, like, social media. Okay. And then we, like, DM each other, followed each other. And then we linked up, and we did a whole bunch of songs. See, I was thinking that when I was watching a bunch of your features with other girls last night, I was like, do girls pay each other for features, or do they just do it off of girl power? Mm. Girls have paid me for a feature. Uh-huh. I feel like girls pay each other for features, but, like, I don't know. It's hard to explain. Like, a lot of girl artists that are, like, mutually popping, you know, like, oh, yeah. in the same kind of bracket yeah they link up and just do 
And that's when rappers in general start hating each other is when somebody asks one of them to pay and they realize like, oh, he thinks I'm in this bracket, but actually mm-hmm. I think I'm in this bracket. Yeah. So then that's when the whole like ego sh- comes about and, you know, it just goes haywire. Yeah. You've had that happen? I have never really tried to, you know, I haven't had that happen yet. You only work off like, people you really got energy with? Yeah. I'd rather do shit like that, you know? Because if I'm paying you for a feature, then it's like, yeah, you're going to do it, but you're not doing it because you see the vision or you f*** the song, mm. you know? You're doing it because I'm paying you. That's and, your job. You're hoping that they're going to like you for real. Yeah. Like, it's like getting a prostitute. Exactly. It's like, I'm f***ing you for money, but I also am hoping that you're going to like it so much it. you want to marry me. You know? <laughs> But sometimes it just don't be that, so. Yeah. But sometimes it does. Because, who was it? I feel like uh, Dolph paid Gucci for a feature, and then Gucci just signed him. It might not. Oh, it might be somebody else. But, like, that can really happen. Yeah. That's right. I know a few people that have paid for, like, big features and stuff, and then they ended up, like, being real cool with that person. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'll be cool with you if you give me, like, $100,000. Hell yeah, me too. <laughs> we friends. I'm just gonna move just so you don't have to bend over or whatever. Okay. Um, okay, so you're coming out of Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. What's it like out there? Country. Real country. Yeah. Real country. I fuck with it though. It's like it's cool. It's it's southern. It's you know, it's real southern. Right. Hospitality, you know. It's different than being up here. Right. Yeah. What's your impression of what it's like out here? Um, it's like a lot of different vibes out here. Like, right? I don't. The people are kind of strange. Well, because every fake person in the world comes here. Like, yeah. if you want to make it in Hollywood or music, mm-hmm. whatever, you kind of got to come here. So, yeah, you do have like cool down to earth people, but then you also have a shitload of people who are pretty much just here to chase yeah. their dreams and mm-hmm. use you to get wherever they're trying and they to go. Weird, yeah. And y'all food real nasty. Our food, really? Real nasty. What are you trying to eat that we don't really got? Something seasoned. Oh, we got seasoning, right? This might not be enough of it. Shit. Where where is it at? Because the the restaurants ain't used to it. Where'd you go? Um, I ate what's that shit called? Bossa Nova. Oh, I love Bossa Nova. I don't like that. Get the skirt steak. Ugh. Really? I got like some salmon pasta. Like okay. Alfredo or some shit. Mm-mm. It was nasty. But see, you've been like preconditioned to basically expect food that probably has, you know, five sticks of butter per yeah. plate of pasta, and a lot of cheese, seasoning. a whole jar of salt. Mm-hmm. Down in Texas, they're basically like, hey, like, we're going to give you heart disease. Come on in. It tastes good. <laughs> so shit. It might be unhealthy, but yeah. it's fine. But that's, yeah, what I be feeling like. Y'all food just tastes healthy. Oh, well, I mean, you're also talking about a place where a huge percentage of people, like way more than any other part of the country, are super concerned with their body. Yeah. Not just because it's like so competitive, but also because of like, you know, TV, modeling, movies. Yeah, people are very conscious, the, you know? It's a lot of vegan shit out here and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't fuck with that. Mm-mm. Give me like a chicken breast and you know four cubes of broccoli. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I can't eat no vegan shit. I tried vegan pizza one time. You didn't like it? Hell no. No. 
It was like obviously like some kind of fake ass cheese, like yeah. then the impossible meat. No, it just wasn't my cup of tea, but you know. To me, everything that is non-animal on the plate is basically to make each bite of the animal taste good. Yeah, like it's just like to give it a little razzle dazzle, I feel like. Right. You know, like the sides is for the razzle dazzle. That's not supposed to be the whole meal. It's like if you have just like a a, a cube, I keep saying cube. If you have a cube of chicken, but then you got a little sweet potato. You know, a little little mac and cheese. Just one little kernel for the bite to just spice it up. That's where I'm at. That's why Thanksgiving is my favorite because on Thanksgiving, you just have so many good flavors to make the best bites. It's so far. Like you got to get a little bit of everything on the bite. That's how I eat my Thanksgiving plate. That's real. You know, you need a little bit of everything. Do you still spend most of your time in Texas, though? Mm, I wouldn't say most of my time. I live in Atlanta now, oh, so okay. I spend most of my time in Atlanta. But I go to Texas often. And the food's pretty good in Atlanta? Mm-hmm. I don't know why we're making this all about food, but... I grew up in Atlanta, too, so... Oh, okay. I'm accustomed to both. Oh, okay. So you were bouncing around back and forth? How come? It's like I stayed in Atlanta where I was born in Germany. So I Germany. stayed in Germany, yeah, until I was probably like three... Military Maybe. parents or what? Mm-hmm. My dad's in the army. Usually it's military parents when someone tells me that they were Always. born in some random part of Europe. Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> like people be like, what the hell? They don't really believe me when I say that. But yes. And then I moved to Atlanta and I stayed in Atlanta from like three till I was probably like 12, 13. Then I moved to Texas. But you feel like you're from Texas because that's where you kind of grew like up? I feel like a lot of people ask like when you tell them where you're from, they ask where you graduated from. Hmm. You know? Yeah. So when I kept getting that question and, you know, I was saying that I was from Georgia, they like, well, you damn near, you basically from Texas. It's so simple for people who just like were born in one place and grew up their whole life there. Like people like that. People yeah. want a nice, simple origin story. Um, I'm cool with, you know, my story being from <laughs> multiple places. It's right. cool. Because people always think I'm from out here and I'm like, I'm from the the most irrelevant state, New Hampshire. And then I lived I in New York never City. Been there. Right. You probably throughout your rap career never will go there, realistically. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna go though. Yeah. Why? Yeah, I don't know. The fucking juice. It's spilled. Been wasting on me this whole time. Like I felt like my booty was cold, but I thought I was tweaking. Like a lot or like a little bit? I mean, it was full. It was full. It Holy was full. Shit. Damn. It's going to look like I pissed on myself. Mikey's, that's crazy. Mikey's going to try to dip in here and paper towel this if, if that's. Yeah, oh God. Right. I'm like, damn, my booty feel a little cold. What Don't the fuck? get too handsy or anything, bud. Look at him. He's, he's nervous. Oh, I think we're going <laughs> to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, this might look a little weird. It's, yeah. Just in case. That's crazy. Damn, that blue Gatorade will get you. That's fucked up. And when you said the juice spilled, I was like, damn, is she going to pull out a pint? Is it going to stain? Think my ass going to be blue? I mean, if you wash it, I think you might be all right. Fuck it definitely might be it. blue I'm for... Outside already. Shit. Yeah. I'm going to have to go give me some new fucking pants. Damn, I, I wonder if we got any sweatpants for her. Probably not. Yeah, go ask Jason. That would be so cool if we just whoosh, and she just oh, switched God. into a no jumper fit. <laughs> no cap. <laughs> That's crazy. Okay. And you still haven't properly going. capped your Gatorade. That's See, fucked up. I'm finna drink it. <laughs> it's Fuck still that. like he's still a little little slit there. Um, 
Okay. So, okay. what what kind of? <laughs> wow. She's still just rubbing it. <laughs> what was uh? What was your upbringing like though? Like, uh, you have both parents around. Well, yeah, you did at first at least. Right? I did at first, yeah, and then they divorced. And what age? Probably like. I want to say like I was probably like thirteen. Can you just pull the mic in? A thirteen, something like that. Okay. I need the lighter. You do need a lighter. Here you go. Oh, it's right here. Oh, you have that lighter as well. Wow. This. That's the extendo the lighter. It's fine. I need one of these. Yeah, we Where got those. Where the fuck you get that from? They're gonna be on sale soon. Ooh. We made them. That's raw. You like it? I, sucks. I don't think we can advertise it on like any social media platform because it looks like an extended clip. Uh, probably like you can definitely on Twitter. But there's like an attachment that's like a plastic gun that goes onto it too, which I think might also be a problem. Oh, I need that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I mean, I was like, well, I, I watched some of your like softer stuff at first. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, she has songs with Pooh Shiesty. Okay, yeah. let's see how she sounds <laughs> with these guys. Yeah. And I was a little taken it's aback. Like two different. Yeah. Damn, I could fit in one side. He of found it. a random pair of gym shorts. Those look like they would be big on me. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, so musically, mm-hmm. where were you at like when you were younger or when you first started making music? What came first? Um, I made only R&B music, like singing songs. Mm. I didn't always make R&B songs, but I made singing songs. Okay. Like, I would talk about, like, the same kind of shit that I rap about, but I would sing about it. And then, being signed to Gucci, I just got into rapping. You weren't rapping before you signed him? He signed you all off the singing? Yeah. Wow, that's so interesting. I had out, like, four R&B projects. Wow, that's so interesting because I don't know if he's ever signed anybody who Mm-mm. made that kind of music, right? No. That's crazy, right? Definitely. Yeah. So how far had you taken it in terms of pushing your own music career before you got in touch with Gucci? Like, how big were you? Um, I had, like, I already had me a little blue check. I had, like, 200K followers mm-hmm. off of me just, you know, building my shit. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I was... I did well enough to be able to not work no more and just live off of streams. So, you know, mm-hmm. I, was, I was doing pretty good. And so how'd you uh, end up getting in touch with Guap? Through Jay White. He's a producer from Dallas. Okay. He hit Gucci up about you? Him and Gucci are like, cool. They're real cool or whatever. Okay. And Gucci was looking for artists. And me and Jay White had just did like, some songs, probably like four songs. And he was like, you know, he had like a long conversation with me. Like, was I ready to take my music to the next level and take it serious for real and, you know, really do this shit? And I was like, yeah, you know, I'm ready. And then he was like, okay, I'm going to send y'all shit to some people. And then, like, multiple people was interested. Like, other label tried to sign me at the same time as Gucci. Mm. And I was like, hmm. Lord, I was stressed. Like, he told me that. Then he called me back, like, one day later. And he was like, yeah, um, Gucci want to sign you. He was like, well, how did, how would you feel about signing Gucci? He didn't tell me Gucci want to sign me. He was like, how would you feel about, um, like, being signed to Gucci? Hmm. And I was like, you know, that would be crazy. You know, like, that will be raw. I love Gucci. Had you even thought about signing to another artist? or No, uh. for real, never. 
But he said Gucci. And I was always, like, obsessed with Gucci growing up. Mm -hmm. So I was like, hell yeah. And I was like, that'll be raw. And then he was like, okay. You know, like, he didn't really make it seem like, you know, it was a thing. And then the next day, Gucci texted my phone. And he was like, this Gucci, you want to sign to 1017? And I was like, what the fuck? Who the fuck playing on my damn phone? Wow. Yeah, so I called him. I was like, yeah, all right. I called the number. And it was definitely Gucci. He uh-huh. started talking, and I was like, oh, okay. Wow. I never thought he was going to sign another girl after Asian Doll. I didn't either, really, <laughs> you know? Because kind of, that kind of went uh, haywire. But. Yeah. But they didn't, like, publicly beef, right? Mm-mm. In that era, there was some other artists that he signed that basically signed. Things weren't going that great, and they dissed him. And uh, I never seen anybody get cut faster than that. Yeah, he was not playing with that. <laughs> yeah, Gucci don't play that shit. <laughs> right, but so then you go link up with them before you decided to sign, or how did you approach that? Um, well, after we had the conversation or whatever, um, he was like, "Send me basically your ID, and I'm gonna send you over. I'm gonna get my lawyer send you over a contract today." Uh-huh. And then they sent me a contract like some hours later. And of course, you know, I had a lawyer to read over a contract, whatever. It took a couple of days. And then I signed the damn contract. And then I had flew to Atlanta to meet Wafi and I got my damn jury. Uh-huh. And then, boom. Then I met Gucci in Miami. And that was the very beginning of the pandemic? Mm-hmm. When you signed? Yeah. Would you? How'd you meet him in Miami? At a studio, um, he had, that's when I met everybody, like, all the artists was there. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Pool, fool. So this was, like, prime 1017, yeah. the, the new 1017, mm-hmm. when everybody was still free. That was, like, an era. Right. Know? Like, that was the time. Yeah. Because that's always uh, the thing that, like, people say, at least recently, is, like, damn, Gucci keeps signing all these fire-ass artists, but then a bunch of them just get locked up soon after or, or other bad things happen. How but you- it's, like, it's not Gucci's fault. He just, right. he sees, like, I feel like he be seeing himself in a lot of his artists, you know, and he genuinely fucks with them. So it's, like, he be wanting to give them a chance, you know, even though odds be against them, you know? So he can't help that, you know? He's not signing they artists. Still tend yeah. to get into shit. He's not I mean, signing artists young, who are so. all that different from the way he was yeah, when he was young you know? and wild. So, actually, from he understands that shit. From know? what I've heard, is he was a lot worse during his youth than a lot yeah. of the people he signed. Like he was just the craziest dude. A menace. He's changed a lot, <laughs> I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, damn. So, what was that energy like? And who did you kind of gravitate towards once you were around everybody? Scar. Yeah. Like, we was, like, cool as hell after it. And then we just started being with each other every day. Like, out of nowhere. Really? Yeah, you know. Because I noticed him in some of your videos. Like best friendship Just kind of, he was just there. Randomly in my videos, yeah. He wasn't, like, trying to be all up in the shot. Because he would be there, yeah. like, for real, at my video shoot with me on some shit. And they'll be like, Scar, come get in the video. Right. You know? When he was really just there. Right. Supporting. So is it, okay, you're going into that environment. You got all these, like, hot young rappers. They got cool jewelry. They got money. You're an attractive young rapper coming into this scenario. Is anybody shooting their shot or how does that work? (laughs) No. No? No? You think they just got too much respect for the music relationship? 
Uh, I feel like, I don't know, like, yeah. And I'm more like, I don't know, like, I'm one of the guys. You know? mm. They used to, the boys to always take me to go do crazy shit with them. Like what? Like wild shit, you know? Don't let, me, that, don't let me guess some shit. <laughs> some crazy shit. Like, I, I'll i go with them to their shows. And hey, Enchanting, let's go slide on the ops. You know? May, we may oh, be. my God. You don't want to admit that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if that was ever the case, you know, they know that I would. You know? You don't want to do that. I would. You're a young lady. Somebody's got to hold the fort down if one of them gets locked up. Yeah, but... <laughs> Yeah, just I'm like not that. the one, right? To hold it down, you gotta get the other girl to that. Really? Yeah. Wow. I'm gonna be with the. I'm gonna be with the shits. Mm. Definitely, but I mean, just being a woman, being a rapper, mm-hmm. being signed to a rapper, etc. Yeah. Are you like super aware at all times that anything you do, dating wise or whatever, is just gonna be over scrutinized by the public so much? Hell yeah. That's aggravating. But it is what it is. You know? But, yeah. That's a lot. So, that's why I be low-key. I be chilling. Nobody don't know what the fuck they doing. If you meet a guy and he's like in the rap game or whatever, you tell him, listen. (laughs) You tell anybody (laughs) about what we did in this hotel room tonight. Oh you're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't throw no like that. No, but, but discretion is very much appreciated. You know? In your position, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Just because, like, it's just going to start being real political. Mm-hmm. Too much. Yeah, because it's one thing to be spending time with somebody. And we all know that it's it's hard to find somebody that you really genuinely get along with in the first place on like mm-hmm. a relationship type level. But then as no soon care. as you have the peanut gallery commenting and saying, Hey, she used to date this guy and Hey, he, he used he, to do this. Yeah. I mean, God, oh, it just makes Lord. it so complicated, right? Yes. For sure. Mm. Have you had a boyfriend in the past couple of years? Yeah. One long-term boyfriend or mm-hmm. just a little here and there? Yeah. I had a boyfriend. It didn't work out. Uh, we broke up. How come? He uh, was wilding. He was hoeing. You know? He was being a real slut. And that's crazy. Right. Like, <laughs> the fuck? How you gonna date me and be a slut? Right. You can't do that. And people knew you were dating. Yes. And right. that's what aggravated me the most. Because you embarrassing me. Right. They gonna think I just, you know, let my hoe do anything. And this ain't that. Mm. Yeah, I remember having that realization of like, oh, you can't cheat on your girl because she's popping enough that these bitches are all going to tell. Yeah, and that's exactly, that was the situation. Mm. He got snitched on. So it was a good lesson to learn. Good lesson to learn. Maybe I didn't learn it for the right reason, but. You know, it's it's a good lesson. (laughs) (laughs) So you've never cheated? I mean, I have. Yeah, I have. One time I got caught cheating red-handed. How? Oh, my God. <sighs> I was stressed out. So, boom. I had this homegirl, and I guess she was hating on me at the time or something, right? Because mm. I was with the person I was cheating with, right? Boom. 
Who's at my house? We chilling, you know, or whatever. The nigga that I was fucking with, this nigga showed up at my house. And he was knocking or whatever. And the bitch came to my door and she was like, so-and-so at the door. And I was like, bitch, don't let him in. The fuck? Why the fuck would you come tell me that? You know, while I'm... Right. Obviously, cheating. Feel me? <laughs> Shit. Don't come tell me that. So, yeah, I'm like, don't let him in. Whatever. She walk away. Why? Okay. So, this is going on. The dude, I guess, you know, he kind of peeped at some... She, of course, he overheard mm. that the nigga was at the door or whatever. So, he like... He was getting up, leaving or whatever. So he's leaving out, and this bitch lets the nigga in. So, but I'm, I didn't know that he was in the house at this time. Oh, I'm wow. in the restroom. Like, I was just in the restroom. I like being in the restroom. Shit. I go sit in the restroom sometimes, you know? When I, I be that. stressed out, I just sit in the restroom. I go to the bathroom, stand there for like two, you know, three more minutes. Being there by myself. <laughs> I was in there for a second. So, this nigga bust in the restroom. And I was like, oh, shit. Caught red-handed. And he was like, bitch, what the fuck is you doing? And I was like, huh? Like, I was just acting so confused. And he was like, that's all you got to say for yourself? Like, that's sad. And he seen the other the dude in the other room? He seen the dude leaving out the house. He didn't attack him or you? I'm surprised. I mean, that's just worst case scenario, right? I mean, I thought I was going to get my ass beat. Right. For sure. But I, I begged and pleaded. To just get the fuck out and leave me alone? I begged and pleaded. Don't beat me up. Come on now. Right. You know, you be going to, you be cheating too, so. Yeah, just, I mean, I'm, I'm totally like, against hitting women. But I feel like a decent percentage of dudes might do it in that moment, oh, right? Oh, for sure. It's like you asking for ass whooping. <laughs> well, let's not say that. Asking for it. That's kind of you like know, victim blaming. Okay, right? we're not going to yeah. say that. We didn't ask for no ass. <laughs> but, you know, provoking it a little bit. Right. Damn, what kind of guys do you go for? Uh, I feel like I do have like a type kind of. I like villains. Villains. Felons. Felons. Yeah, that's one of my questions I wrote down. You rap about carrying guns and liking guys with bodies. I do. <laughs> I like that. I feel safe with a killer. <gasps> really? Mm-hmm. What is the safe part, though? You know the feds could come pick them up at any time. They, they, that's the fucked up part. The ops though, are like, going to come uh, and get revenge. No, fuck no. I always got to be. I can't fuck with the nigga whose ops is up on them. Uh-huh. You got to be up on the ops. Okay. Feel me? You got to be up on the scoreboard. Right. I can't fuck with a loser of the op war. But you said that it makes you feel safe. I feel <laughs> like not. a footlocker manager or a, a hedge fund portfolio manager, Mm-mm. that's safe. Mm-mm. Nobody's going to try to kill them. Some of those guys are worth millions of dollars. They got a, a $100,000 watch. I don't Nobody's like trying that to kill type them. of safe. Mm-mm. Not that type of safe. It got to be like, I like to be, I got to be scared of you a little bit. Really? Because I'm rough. And if I'm not scared of you, I put my hands on you. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's always these clips that go viral of 
podcasters basically like asking women like would you rather date you know a guy with a normal career or would you rather date a, a drug dealer and like yeah. inevitably there's one girl who says oh I'd rather date a drug dealer and then they use this as proof of look how fucked up modern oh, women God. are look at how wrong this mentality is this is why young but, dudes are out here doing I mean, all this dumb shit no it's like I don't know maybe my generation of the people the niggas to pick from you know a lot of them have fucking charges and shit. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's just shit. I, I don't know. Or maybe I'm in the wrong demographic. How old are you? 25. 25. So you've had a little bit of experience, but you're not mm-hmm. fully. You know, I feel like not once you hit fully. 30, things kind of change, maybe. Yeah, but I don't know. I've been feeling like since I turned 25, I feel like I'm too grown for a lot of shit. Mm. Like dating killers? Or no, that's still up for grabs. <laughs> that's still up for grabs. <laughs> uh, like, you know, that's still up for grabs. But right, what's changing about you now? Um, at twenty five, I feel like I've been maturing a lot. Like a lot of shit, I won't do. Like I used to be so like mm, ready to pull up and fight bitches and shit like that. Like I'm too grown for that. I'm not pulling up and fighting with no bitch. Right, I'm not doing that. We're yeah, that's a waste of time. Yeah, no. You know? Yeah, that is definitely a period in your life where anybody who talks shit about you, you feel like you need to respond with violence. Yes. And then I, you get kind that of. That was me, really. Like, you get popping, you get older, you travel the world a little bit, and you're like, exactly. what the fuck do I care? You start getting money, hoes be roaches. They'll sue your ass. Beat them mm. up, sue you. Or press charges on you. Right. You know? And I already. I can't. I don't need no more charts. And at the very least, you're not going to be able to beat a bitch up without her posting about it on Instagram for exactly. clout. And sending it to academics and me. And everybody <laughs> oh, else. God. <laughs> she assaulted me. Attacked me. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way. They got to make the best of a bad situation. They mm-hmm. get beat up. They're like, well, at least I can get some clout. At least I can go viral. Yeah. That's, That's real. fucked up. Definitely. I don't want to go viral for getting my ass beat. What charges do you have? You just said. Um, I got like... A bunch of misdemeanor charges, and then I just recently, like some months ago, I got a damn felony gun charge that I'm on probation for. Where are you at? Like uh, with the gun, because like Texas is pretty open-minded about guns, right? Um, I was out of town somewhere. Uh huh. Lord, somewhere apparently their laws are like different than where. Of course, in Atlanta, like, I got pulled over for the same exact thing, mm. and they gave me all my guns back, you know? Right. So they take them, they detain you, and then, you know, they make sure that everything's great, and then they give you your shit back. But you were in a state, like, close to Atlanta where you weren't even thinking about it? No, I was out of town, like, hours and hours away doing a show. Mm. And I was leaving my show, and I got pulled over. You got pulled over for any reason? Do they have any reason to suspect you? It's like, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like I kind of got set up or something because it's like they was already sitting outside the club. Like, as soon as I pulled off, they pulled off. Right. You know, like, what the fuck? What's going on? Do a lot of girls carry guns where you stay at, as far as you know? As far as I know. I mean, in Atlanta, for sure, a lot of. Females got guns. I remember I was interviewing. But that's because you need a gun. 
I was yeah. interviewing Ruga, who's a Chicago drill rapper, I think mm-hmm. it was, and I said something about how there's been multiple times where I showed up at somebody's house and put my gun on the table and they just looked at me like I was fucking crazy. Why? Because culturally out here, like oh. a lot of people who, and I'm talking about white girls, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the white girls see a gun and they're like, Whoa, what the Whoa. fuck, you know? And Ruga laughed in my face and said, in Chicago, if you don't got a pole, the girl's going to laugh at you because mm-hmm. they got one too. And I was like, damn, that's for sure. That's a real scenario. Because where's your gun, boy? <laughs> <laughs> what did you do in Lackey? Uh, oh, man. Um, what Was it always about music or what were you thinking about doing before music? Um, I used to do her. Really? Like in high school, I was in cosmetology. And it was like a program where if I kept doing it, like through 11th and 12th grade, then I can graduate with my cosmetology license. Mm. Like, so I wouldn't have to, if that's what I was going to do, you know, I wouldn't have to go to school for that after that. I could just go right into it. So I was doing that. And then I had actually beat this girl ass at school and I got put out. Wow. The program. So that was fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) No regrets or did it have to be done? It's like, now that I'm this age, you know, and doing what I'm doing, I don't regret. But, you know, back then I was like, damn, I fucked up. Yeah. I felt bad back then. What was it over? First of all, the bitch ran up on me. Mm. So it was like, you know, I had no choice but to be her ass. Right. Because don't run up on me. But you got kicked out for that? Yes. Damn. It's like, so I beat her ass and then... The program is at somewhere else. Like, you have to get on a bus and go to the shit. Like, with the cosmetology, it's like the little cooking classes, all that type of shit over there. Like, trade, different little trades and stuff. So, I beat her ass, and then it was time for me to go to cosmetology. So, I I left, and I got on the fucking bus, and I went to cosmetology. Mm -hmm. And I was in class or whatever, and somebody came, and they was like, um, they had asked to see me and I was like, what the fuck? And I went up there and it was a damn pol it was the police from the school mm. and he was like, Yeah, um, that I was in trouble and I need to go with him and I was like, Hope this is not for this stupid girl. Mm. She told right away. Yes, she had to have Nothing her. is sacred. Nothing is sacred, like <laughs> be cool. <laughs> you ran up on me, you got beat up, let it go. Right. You know, keep I mean, moving. just a fist fight. It's like it's not that serious. If you get shot in the leg, I could understand. You know, snitching would be a little different, right? But school, they used to take that shit so serious and make us do mediation. Really? Yeah, like they'll make us sit at the fucking table with each other, with the counselors, with our school counselors, right? And um, talk out our problems. Mediation. And that. I'm assuming was not your favorite thing. It. Oh my god, I used to be so aggravated. Like I don't want to squash the beef with this hoe. Fuck. Yeah, but did mm-hmm. you have to like fake squash the beef in that scenario? Yeah, I would fake it, or sometimes I would just pop my shit and I have an attitude, and they already knew what timing I was on at school. Mm-hmm. The teachers and shit, so you know, they would just let me be most of the time. Right. What, um, so, okay, you didn't finish the hair school, but then mm-hmm. you started, like, working on the music career soon after, or was yeah. there something in between? 
I graduated and then my like literally a couple months later I went to the studio. My friend had like knew somebody that owned the studio. So mm-hmm. he was like, I started I could always sing for real, but I never really told nobody that. It was like a secret. Mm-hmm. And then I started doing like cover videos. So he knew that I could sing type shit. So he made me in the studio. And I made a mixtape. A whole tape. Yeah. And that, I told this story in a in a different interview. I had did ecstasy for the first time. To make the tape. <laughs> and I I didn't do it to make the tape, but shit. I made a whole damn mixtape in one day. I was just like, I had so much shit to say. Did you feel like the ecstasy made it good? Yeah. Really? But I, I never did it again though. Like that mm. was a lot for me. It stressed me out. I remember 10 years ago coming home from a night of drinking and doing coke and I had too much energy to go to bed so I like grabbed a notebook and just started writing not lyrics or anything because I don't rap but like just writing my thoughts Mm -hmm. and I remember waking up the next morning and looking at it and reading like two sentences and just being like oh no and like grabbing it ripping it up throwing it away because I was like (laughs) Like, what the this is weird like I don't relate to that version of myself at five in the morning off blow yeah yeah (laughs) I'm dead I mean, you're talking about ecstasy. That shit, yeah. Oh, Jesus. They're in the same category. I right? didn't like that. I felt like I was having a goddamn heart attack. Yeah. I was going to call 911, but I'm like, how the fuck am I going to explain myself? I'm going to have to tell them I did something. Right. And then they're going to look at me like, you fucking crackhead. So I was just like, you know, I'm just going. Recording a whole mixtape off of an ecstasy pill is like a very Gucci Mane style thing to do. Like old Gucci. <laughs> well, I definitely did it. <laughs> Yes, and that shit came out far. Right. So, it is what it is. So, like, how does the way that Gucci moves influence you? Because, like, all right, I'm, I click on one of your videos, mm-hmm. and it says featuring Gucci Mane, mm-hmm. and I see you in a park with mad people rapping, and I just immediately just think in my head, there's no way Gucci's going to be in this in this scene. Because mm-hmm. I've noticed since he got out and got his shit together that you, it's just certain shit he ain't gonna do yeah he's not seem, gonna put himself in certain positions he's not taking chances mm-hmm. you know like i've seen him with a, a bunch of people in a video but it's very obvious that those are like his guys that mm-hmm. meant to be there like i don't know i just I, or they like somewhere yeah or it's like a real video shoot where yeah. they like rented this space or whatever it just seems like he went from a guy who had nothing it was acting like he had nothing to lose mm-hmm. to a guy who acts like he has everything to lose and yes. he moves very militant do, as a result for sure i love that though like, right he be trying to, he influences me to do right and move right. Right. And be smart. Make good choices. Yeah. So you don't get in bullshit ass problems. Right. Yeah. I mean, even just the way he looks now, like his body, mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, you clearly have like an extreme amount of self-control at this point in your life. Yeah. Because you don't just look like that by accident. Yeah. Like clearly you're very careful with your diet. You eat and right, and yeah. You, you work out, all yeah. that shit. That's, I need to be like that. I'm lazy. Really? I be wanting to work out so bad. Mm. Whew, when I go to the gym... I do. I work out real hard when I do go to the gym, mm. but I'm not going to make it back. And that's the thing. And I'd be like, you know, I'm going to go again. I'm going to go again. So I'm going to be like, I'm, I'm going to go in tomorrow. Mm. Then I wake up, my ass be hurting, legs be hurting. I'd be like, oh, shit, I ain't going to make it. And then I say, I'm going to go tomorrow. I just keep tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow and I never go back. Mm. 
Yeah, like even so I always work out like once every couple months. I tried to stay on a consistent workout schedule for years and years and years, and now I've had a personal trainer for the last few years who yeah. just he shows up every morning, and I just like very rarely miss it. Like once in a while, I'd be like, "Bro, I was up all night and you sleep," yeah. but for the most part, I'm always doing it, and it never feels natural to me. Yeah, you know, it's like I know dudes who. They will wake up at four in the morning. It doesn't matter what time they got home. They are going to wake up and work out. And I'm just like, I don't have that yeah. in me. To me, yeah, getting easy. a good night's sleep is really valuable. Me too. It's real valuable for my attitude for the yes. day. For sure. If I want to be the best version of myself you know, on camera I need and to stuff. sleep. For yeah. sure. Because oh, I be having an attitude when I be tired. Yeah. Like if I was like, on. Get out of my face. I'm, yeah. I'm, if I was on two or three hours sleep right now, could I do this? Yes. Am I going to be like clear headed or am I going to be like a, a good version of myself? Yeah. Probably not. No. Because you're going to be just thinking about how you're exhausted. Yeah. I'm going to think be thinking about going home and going to sleep. Like exactly. that's how old I am. Because when you're young, you can, you can barely get any sleep and then let it roll over the next day. You also aren't really getting any sleep. You don't even give a fuck. <laughs> me as fuck. That's just not me anymore at this point. I can't do it. I didn't get no sleep last night. Really? Nope. You were in the studio or? No. Um, I had to go to the airport multiple oh, fucking okay. times. Yeah. yeah. Multiple times. I missed two flights. Two flights? Mm -hmm. Oh, so your team be going through it. I mean, you know, they know me. <laughs> so you got that rapper lateness. <laughs> Look, one time I missed a flight and I ran into Pooh and then I ran into Foo. We all missed the flight. Wow. Just because you guys were all just hanging too tough? No, we all showed up, like, at the same fucking time. Like, I was walking, I heard somebody behind me talking. I'm like, what the? It sounded like some niggas behind me. And I turned around, and it was fool. And I was like, nigga, what the fuck? Right. And then we walk up to the thing, and it was like, oh, y'all missed it. And we was just laughing. And we got put on the next flight, so <laughs> we left back out the airport. You know, we went to go smoke. Uh -huh. And then, yep, went back before we missed the second damn flight. Does it hurt but, uh, knowing you might not see those guys for a couple more years? That It does, you know, but I talk to them still. Really? I keep in contact with them. They seem like they're doing pretty good they both, state wise. Um, Yeah. They both be in good spirits every time I talk to them. Right. So, okay, when you uh, start rapping... Once you signed to 1017, what was your attitude with that? And, like, I heard you in it. I was listening to an interview before I, like, heard you really rapping. And you were mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah, like, guys be listening to my songs because I don't just be talking about popping pussy or yada, yada. And I remember thinking, like, all right, I'll be the judge of that. But no, for real. A lot of times girls say that <laughs> shit, and I'm like, okay, yeah. We're, we're really listening to you. Yeah, we're riding around listening to you. But then <laughs> I, I heard, like, some of your shit. I'm like, okay, there's some truth to that, I'm sure. Yeah, I can see guys fucking with this. No, for sure. Like. They be posting, singing to my shit at my shows. It's a lot of dudes there. They be saying the words, like, mm. for real. Do you turn into a different version of yourself when you get on that? I feel like it's me, for real. Like, if if you know me, then you know, like, that's, like, how I am, like, on a normal basis. Like, I'm more, I'm not really, like, a girly girl. Like, you right. know, I'm more like a tomboy. So, like. That's more the type of shit I'm, you know? I don't really do a lot of girly shit. At this point. You know? Right. Girly shit, though? Like, 
No spa uh, days? No. <laughs> I mean, I would like to do that, but I don't do that, though. Right. You know? You'd probably love it. You need a guy to buy you the, the thing and take you to the spa mm-hmm. and everything. I want to go there. Mm. It's this place called Spa Castle in Texas. It's like you go there, they do all type of shit. They, you get drunk there, and they do massages. It's like they got the little hot tubs and shit. We got one called We Spa. And it's like the same type of a shit. A dude was there. Well, a dude who identified as a woman was in there in the women's bathroom, and it was this mm-hmm. whole huge thing. Hmm. They booted his ass out of there. Yeah, because <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> I know you don't want to offend anybody, but I don't, that's crazy. That's crazy. Like, identify as, bro, what are you? Right. Not what you say you are. You can't be up in here just because you said you was a girl. If you got you a full blown penis, because you feel like you a girl, you're scaring the hoes. You can't do yeah. Don't come in. I feel like if you got a wee wee still, you right. shouldn't be in the girls' restroom. And and I, I I have some trans friends, and I had a few on the show recently, and I asked them like how they felt about that, and and these are like you know trans women who have had the surgery, they have the fake boobs, they have the, the long fucking hair, everything, facial surgery, mm-hmm. they're on hormone blockers, whatever it is. And they said, yeah, like when I go to the, the gym locker room, I go in the stall and I change because I'm not trying to freak anybody out. Like I, I know that I have a penis and that it could be an awkward thing for people in there. Mm. Yeah. I'm sure this is kind of outside of your area of expertise, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know too much about that. <laughs> but yes, this is. Crazy. Do you dream of becoming a mom one day? Yes. It's like, I want kids, but I be thinking like, sometimes I be having baby fear like real bad. Like I be wanting a baby and then I be like, uh, do I want a baby every day? You know, I have a godson and I'm so thankful and grateful mm. and I love him. And he's perfect. You know why? Because he's a little, little baby. He's only five months, you know. Of course, he doesn't sleep all night, Mm -hmm. you know. He wakes up and cries, you know. He does all that little baby stuff. So I can experience that Mm -hmm. for a week or so, you know. And I I can take him back home and keep it moving, you know, with my life. And not have to wake up and have to... You know, take a baby with you everywhere. I have a two and a half year old, and I feel like some of my friends I've seen them kind of like have babies, and I feel like me and my girl were partially the influence mm-hmm. that they saw us and were like, "Oh, this seems so amazing! I want to do this too." Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like I've almost wanted to like intervene and be like, "Bro, like maybe not yet," because you know, it's not a you're seeing the fun part exactly. You're hanging out with her when she's in a good mood, middle of the day. You we're know, playing with toys, not when they having breakdowns and. Crying for no reason, sleep deprived, all type of yeah, yeah. When you wake up at three in the morning and you just hear, "I poo pooed," and then you realize mm-hmm. that the whole crib has poop in it. Yep. That's or when I, you're like, "This is not all fun yeah, and games." It's like, <laughs> you know, my godson, he definitely blew me out plenty of times <laughs> with them little diapers. Lord, <laughs> that should be stressing me out. Right, all up the back and shit. Lord. You just see some shit you it's never like, thought you were going to see. Yeah. Like, whoa. What the fuck? It's three oh, in the morning and me and my girl just snap into action. We're giving her a whole little bath, changing the pajamas. Oh, God. Got to, like, clean everything. Bro, it's like. And I was, and then we put her back to bed and I'm laying there like, whoa. 
Like, like we, that was a lot. We were just like a pit crew <laughs> for 20 no minutes cap. to get her back to a normal state. Yes. To calm down, ready to go back to sleep, all that. You got to put them back to sleep. Yeah. It's a process. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to lie. Being an up and coming rapper, I feel like having a baby is probably like one of the worst things that I could think of, just in terms of like you really need to you be really, able to move around like whatever. Yes. You know, no, for real. Like, the kid makes your whole life super strict. Spontaneous. Like, yeah. A lot of shit with my life now is spontaneous. Mm-hmm. Like, Gucci himself is spontaneous. He'll call me tomorrow and be like, I'm coming to Atlanta. You need to, we can make a song. We're going to shoot a video tomorrow. Mm. Like, you know. Having to find a babysitter, you know, doing all that last minute, it's just, it will be a lot. Mm. Yeah, because people hit me and my girl up and will be like, hey, I'm going to be in town tomorrow and we're having this big ass party and yada, yada, and you guys got to come out. It starts at one in the morning and we're just like, oh my God. Like you have no idea how strict the parameters of my life are yeah. in order to be able to do a decent job of being a dad and a business owner. Mm-hmm. And I don't have a lot of time for other things. But when you're young, like partying and shit is just like, yeah. where the fuck else are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I could see you as a mom, though. Me too. I just think maybe give it some time. Yeah, for sure. I think like in the 30s is when, well, I mean, uh, people can do whatever they want. But once you're in your 30s, I feel like that's, your lifestyle is going to naturally start to slow down a little bit, or at least mm-hmm. it did for me. And I feel like that's, that really helps, you know? Yeah. Stability. Yeah. I've talked to some people who are like, yeah, I had a kid. No, my, my life didn't change at all. I'm like, oh, my God, that's terrible. How is that? I don't see how. Because I fuck. think they're just dumping it off on their grandparents or whatever. Yes. who are going to take care of it, you know, mm-hmm. which is, I guess that's nice. But. Yeah. But take care of your damn kid. <laughs> <laughs> Stop dropping your kids off. Exactly. I noticed uh, Gucci's done like a lot of songs with you. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of interesting because I know sometimes people sign and it seems like he does like one video and that's kind of it. You feel like you have like sort of a, not to make you compare yourself or anything, but do you feel like you have like a, a particularly special relationship and that he really believes in you? Um, I feel like we just really have a good working relationship. Like whatever, he sends me stuff to get on, I get on it and he likes it. I send him stuff to get on, he gets on it. So it's like we just have like a good working relationship as far as like our artistry goes like we work well together Mm. so i feel like that's why we have worked a lot maybe more than him and other artists makes sense um are there any other female artists that you got relationship with or that you managed to tap in with callie lakia it's my bestie and um who else amaretta i love her um i fuck with a lot of female artists Mm mm-hmm do you uh, do you feel like the girls are welcoming enough, or is it a little bit of a, a threatening thing when a new girl comes Mm-mm. on the scene? No, I don't feel like n- nothing threatening for real. Like people might, some people see themselves as a threat, but if you don't see them as a threat, then it's like, and you're not bothered by it, mm. you know. So that type of shit don't bother me because nobody's a threat to me for real, you know. Definitely. Because I feel like I'm in my own little, you know, I do my own thing. I do something that everybody don't do, you know. I can make R&B songs and rap. Everybody can't do that. So I feel like I'm in, like, my own little, you know. Mm. Definitely. Section. I'm in my own little section. So I don't see a, a 
lot of people as competition for real because I'm not competing with you. Right. You know? I was thinking about copping the OnlyFans just so that I could have a conversation with you about it. A lot of, why everybody keeps saying that? Because <laughs> I heard you on another interview and the guy clearly had not bought it. Yes. And you were like, you got to check it out and see. Yeah, he was trying to get spoiler alert. Like, nigga, I'm not putting this on the internet and tell everybody what's on there. And so then last night, I'm sitting there. My girl's right there. I'm like, am I really dropping 35 bucks on this? I mean, it's only $35. Yeah. You, know, you spend that on a bullshit-ass meal. This is true. But I also know that, like, it's almost kind of, like, bad taste to, like, describe what's on somebody's OnlyFans. I feel like, yeah. Leaking it is bad, but, like, even talking about it is a little bad. Because that's, like, kind of a surprise, it. right? You know? <laughs> <laughs> so I figured I would just, you know, not do that. I appreciate it. But is that, I appreciate you not buying it. Because <laughs> they don't need to that. Well, it'd be kind of awkward, right? Unless they buy, you know? Well, no, would it be awkward? It wouldn't be awkward. It wouldn't be awkward if you knew that I had viewed that sort of content. <laughs> That's fair. Um. Okay. So where are you at in your career right now? Like, what are you working on? Do you have any big plans for the future? Right now, I'm getting back in the studio, working on the next project, really. I'm ready to, I haven't been, I'll say I took some time off of recording because, of course, I lost my best friend, you know. Oh, I wasn't yeah. really, it's like, and I really didn't, I still dropped, like, right after that. So it's like, I didn't really, I feel like I didn't really have a chance to, I still had to show up as an artist, you know, and mm -hmm. go to work and do interviews and do all type of shit, you know, that I really wasn't in the mood to do but I had to do it so I really took some time away from like recording for real but now you know I'm getting back in my bag recording some new stuff making new music putting a new project together so I can drop it in the next couple months that's fire yeah I feel like you need to give yourself some time to that's like one For of the sure. sh the hard parts about this job is that I just meet so many fucking rappers and it's a dangerous ass job, and sometimes you know I'll have a week or a month where it's like multiple different people that I was cool with yes, lose their lives, like, and it's like oh no you got to wake up and do three more interviews tomorrow, exactly. So you got to turn off that part of your brain that's sad for a little yeah. while, and that is fucking difficult. It is. Yeah. And then that, it's like everybody asked me questions about it, so it was like damn. Mm. Yeah, yeah. like, I've had people I lost where I just kind of kept it moving, and I've had people I lost Me where too. I went to the funeral, and even just driving there and being in the funeral for an hour and then leaving was, like, enough to make me feel like, all right, at least I took a chunk of my day to really be able to, like, try and process this, mm -hmm. you know? I feel like I really stopped like I stopped going to funerals really? after a certain point in my life and it was like I just felt like it's a lot for me like I don't like that like I don't want my last I really don't like for my last you know encounter with that person to be that like I don't want to think of them as that I don't want to see that I don't want to so yes, it Ever always fucks I, me up how they look in the like, casket. Yeah, it's like I had to go to my best friend's funeral. I had to go, right? Even though I don't go to funerals because I know it fucks me up mentally. So it's like I, I knowingly 
fucked myself up mentally, which is something that I had to do. But know? like, I mean, that's such a rare thing like, too. A guy and a girl who yeah. are doing quite well in their careers, establishing like a, a real friendship. I mean, mm-hmm. that just doesn't happen every day. It's hard to make friends as yeah. you get older and especially guys and girls, you know, there's always this weird thing that you might mm-hmm. end up seeing each other or whatever. So it's even harder to form a real bond, right? Exactly. But we was like, actually like best friends. Like that was my best friend. For real. Damn. Rest in peace. Yeah, I never got to connect with him, but. Yes. Rest in peace, my best friend. Damn. All right. So you're working on this new project. Mm-hmm. Anything else we need to know about? Um, I'm still, shit, I'm still pushing a project I just dropped. Right. So I'm still, I'm dropping more videos. I'm finna drop another video in a couple days um, to one of my R&B songs of the project so that's what i've been working on shooting r&b videos dropping those just to bring more awareness you know mm-hmm. back to the r&b side because of course i had original fans that was only r&b but of course signing the gucci you know i gained a huge fan base and it was like i only dropped rapping songs for a minute like with the label so it was a lot. I gained a lot of rap fans. Mm. So, you know, just trying to smooth them over, you know. Makes sense. Yeah, you got yeah. two fan bases to take care of now. Yes, for sure. Definitely. It's cool, though. I fuck with it. Yeah. Um, I've been excited to meet you for a while just because any, any, any female co-signed by Mr. 1017, I was kind of intrigued by. So Yeah. Definitely seemed like a cool-ass person. Thank you. Enchanting. <laughs> Appreciate He's you. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Of no jumper. Course. Coolest podcast we in the world. Big chat. Like, comment, subscribe. Like, comment, subscribe. Bow. Or your mom's a hoe.